Hello and welcome to the Knitting on the Run podcast, where it's always knitting and fun in 30 minutes or less. Show notes can be found at windswepknits.com. You can find me on Instagram and Ravelry as Windswept Moni, and on Facebook and Twitter as Windswept Knits. This is episode 102, recorded on Wednesday, February 9th, 2022. Segments this week include the Knit for Food Knitathon, Be a Helper Craft Along, FOs, Whips, Out and About, and I've Got Sunshine. A note on show links, all links to Ravelry are clearly labeled as such, and all links for yarn lead directly to the Dyer's website. Hello all, it has been a hot minute. Yeah, I know, I took a break from recording. I'd planned to take one over the holidays because we did do some traveling. We visited both sets of grandparents and spent a week with each of them, which was wonderful for my kids to get to see their grandparents for an extended period of time. And we got home and life just kind of got crazy for a little while. As Literally, as soon as we got home, we all started getting sick again. Still not COVID, but there's a whole bunch of other viruses circulating, so... Stay vigilant, folks. It's just not a fun time to be sick at all, COVID or not. But uh, yeah, I can't wait for spring. Spring cannot come soon enough. And we also had some, you know, massive storms and all that kind of fun stuff. So I normally record on Friday mornings while my kids are in school and everything seemed to happen and go haywire on Fridays. I'd be sick. My kids would be sick. We had an ice storm. Like the Fridays just kept getting canceled for me. So I'm not recording on Friday. I'm recording on Wednesday, hoping to outsmart this. <laughs> we'll, we'll see if it works. No promises. First up, the Knit for Food Knitathon is this weekend. I can't remember if I've talked about this on the podcast. This is the second year that it's running. This is the second year that I am participating as a fundraiser. I have the link in the show notes to my personal donation page if you would like to donate. $5 makes a huge difference in the lives of somebody suffering from food food insecurity or hunger in this country. Last year, I believe by the end of the day, we had donate we had sorry, we had raised over $250,000 to help feed hungry people in America. This year, I know we've already hit $135,000. I checked, I think, two days ago, and I haven't checked in the last two days, so I don't have the newest numbers. I know on the day, we get a lot of donations on the day as well, so I'm, I'm confident our, our fundraising numbers will go up. We did have a month less fundraising time this year, so we may not quite hit as much as we got last year, but like I said, every dollar makes a huge difference. And if you are interested in donating, my link is givebutter.com slash knitforfood22 slash Monique Leonard. All one word. Please donate if you can. Be a helper craft along. Just over a month to go. So we'll go over the rules again. We keep it really, really simple. Anything you make for any charity counts. It does not have to be knit or crocheted or sewn. Anything you make for any charity. Please only enter one finished object per submission. Either submission method, we'll get into that in a second. Donating blood counts also. The contest ends when I wake up March 15th and close the forms and the threads. And whips are always welcome. Partial FOs also count. For example, if you make a blanket strip and your local yarn shop sews them together to make full blankets, your blanket strip counts as an FO. If, on the other hand, you're the one assembling all the blankets for those that said yarn shop, you can count that as well. That's perfect. One change this year due to the ongoing accessibility issues in Ravelry. 
I'm holding this event both on and off Ravelry. Last year, we used just a Google form, and that was hard for some people to use. So this year, there'll be a chat thread, NFO thread on Ravelry. They're already there. We've had a couple entries there. And also for non-Ravelry users, I have a Google form where you can link to your Instagram, Facebook, Twitter page showing off your FO. And we've also had some submissions there. So thank you very much, everybody. And the links are in the show notes. The prizes this year include a set of mini skeins from the Unwind Yarn Company, which is especially exciting as Dana does not die anymore. So this is a like a last chance to get your hands on a few of her mini skeins. Jennifer Lassonde of Downseller Studio has very generously offered one of her patterns and a skein of yarn. Thank you so much, Jen. And the last <laughs> the last prize is a little up in the air. I'd order some yarn. We've had a little bit of problem with shipping. So I don't want to guarantee that this one's going to be here. So I guarantee there will be a skein of yarn for a third prize. Uh, I'm not going to say what the skein of yarn is, just in case we have some still shipping issues and it doesn't arrive. I don't want anybody to set their heart on winning a prize. But I guarantee there will be another skein of yarn. I will go out and buy it myself and put it out for the, the prize donation. And if that other one eventually arrives after the fact we will hold on to it for next year and we'll share it with you folks then but there will be a third prize a guaranteed third prize of something something yarny <laughs> hopefully that you all love it finished objects i do actually have two finished objects that i finished back in december and i'm pretty sure i didn't talk about them after i finished them one i actually can't talk about much at all. It is a sample. I finished it on December 27th or 28th, 29th. I'm very proud of it. It's about all I can say. But yeah, happy with that one. The second one I had is the Star Wars scarf for Thing 2. I did finish that before Christmas. It was wrapped and under the tree on December 23rd. Quite proud of myself. My little guy loved it. He's worn it to school once and I think he got it caught on a zipper or something and now he's afraid to wear it to school that he's going to ruin it. <laughs> like, no, don't treat these like, you know, like they're porcelain. You know, they're made to be worn. I, I made them in a machine washable yarn. I have scraps of it. I can fix something if something goes wrong. It's okay. Just whatever. He's happy. He plays with it sometimes when he gets home with his Star Wars stuffed animals. So, you know what? It is what it is. <laughs> On to whips. I actually have several that I'm working on. The first up is the Recalibrate Top by Shana Lines. I'm using Nomad Yarn's hand-dyed cotton rayon gelato yarn in six different colors. I am... So the way this top is made, you do a center panel for the front, a center panel for the back, and then you kind of do the shoulders by connecting the two. I don't want to say too much more and give away the special sauce. But if you look at the pattern, you'd be able to figure that part out pretty much on your own. So I'm working on the left shoulder right now. I'm over halfway. I am knitting this up at a much bigger size than I actually need because the yarn I'm using technically is hand wash. But I um, I took my swatch and I tossed it in the washer and the dryer and saw how much it shrunk. So my goal is to actually wash this um this top once it's done in the washer and the dryer and it'll shrink down by quite a bit but right now it looks like starting to look like a tent maybe kind of a little bit once it shrinks down it'll still be you know have inches around me you know positive ease but uh it'll be a much more appropriate size once i wash it i am also working on the knights who say knit by mary annarella of lyrical knits this is a really fun monty python and the holy grail inspired um, make-along pattern mystery knit-along that started last year 2021 and i loved it 
I just kept putting it down because life kept getting in the way and deadline knitting and stuff like that. So I picked it back up. I am nearly done. I'm So this one, you knit in two panels and then join them together. And I'm not going to say any more about that and give away the special sauce, but I am at the join. I've finished half the join. I have the other half of the join to do, and it is beautiful, and I'm really enjoying working on it. And I really want to finish it up because she's starting a princess bride theme to knit along in a week or two. So I am a diehard Princess Bride fan. I could probably quote you the entire film. So I'm definitely jumping on that bandwagon and going to knit that pattern along with her. So I'm so excited for that one. Another whip I'm working on is my own pattern. It's called Earthrise. At least that's the current tentative um, name of it. It's a new pattern of mine, not released yet. It's inspired by the famous NASA photo when the astronauts first circled around behind the moon and came back around towards the Earth, they took a very famous photograph of the Earth rising above the surface of the moon. It's a beautiful photograph, completely awe-inspiring. Um, and this this shawl is is inspired by heavily inspired by that pattern and my deep desire to still want to be an astronaut when I grew up. I hugely wanted to be an astronaut as a kid. I, I even went to space camp. I mean, whole nine yards back in the nineties. So. This pattern is all inspired by all that and my love of space and all things astronaut. I'm working on the sample still. It's a very simple circular shawl. It's a great first circular shawl. shawl circular shawls tend to be like really complicated lace and rather intimidating. And I've, I've knit some of those and they are a lot of fun, but they can be a little intimidating. So this is a very simple circular shawl. There is a little bit of lace, but it's a very easy lace. There's nothing complicated. If you can yarn over and knit two together, you can knit this shawl. That's as, that's as difficult as it gets. So I uh, will keep you guys posted, keep an ear out for that, but that will be coming up probably for test knitting in the next month or two. I'm also swatching for four new patterns. Keep your ears, ears peeled for those. I'm very excited to be working on those. And last thing is one, it's, it's one I haven't actually pulled out yet, but I think I'm going to work on it today. So I'm going to include it because I really want to keep working on my papillon aka Butterfly Shawl by Marinja Knits. This is a pattern I cast on ages ago now, and I love working on it. It's just, it's a lot of counting, so it's hard to do when my kids are around asking my attention because you have to keep track. You have to count. You, you can't stop in the middle and not count. Otherwise, you're going to screw it up completely. So that's hard with a six-year-old and a 10-year-old begging for mommy's attention. And by the time, you know, we get them to bed, I'm exhausted and I don't want to be counting 65, 100, 23. Sorry for those of you who are knitting, but y'all know what I mean. So I, my goal is to just do like a row or two, maybe every morning before life gets completely insane. Just do a row, check it off and keep going because I really want to wear this pattern because it's gorgeous. It's absolutely stunning. If you guys um, are up to doing easy short rows, it's the, the shaping is with garter stitch short rows, so it's very, very easy to do. It's just counting. I highly recommend this, and the links to all these patterns are in the show notes. Out and about, in person and virtually, this is exciting. Vogue Knitting Live at Home is coming up February 17th through 20th, and again March 17th through 20th. Vogue Knitting Live in person in New York City is canceled for 2022, but we'll be back February 9th through 12th, 2023. The GGKCS podcast is having their annual winter along. Please visit their Facebook page for more details. That is linked in the show notes. 
Down Cellar Studios Pigskin Party is wrapping up this weekend. It's the Super Bowl, so be sure to get your points in. I know I'm saying that to myself, too, because I've got two things I need to enter for my team. Sorry, guys. Kind of dropped the ball on that one this year. Stitches at Home is coming up February 12th through 13th, and Stitches West is in person March 3rd through 6th, 2022. Have fun, y'all, on the West Coast. If you have any events you'd like me to share, please go ahead and email me, windsweptmonique at gmail.com. And last but certainly certainly not least in this time of wrapping, coming up to the second year of the, of the launch of the pandemic, for lack of a better phrase, I, I've i got sunshine. We need to look at the bright spots, folks. So my six-year-old helped me plan the garden this year. He really enjoyed helping me transform our deck last summer from just a plain, you know, wooden deck to a really relaxing place to sit and knead, read, knit, you know, just watch the wildlife. We've got tons of wildlife in our yard. So this year we're finally tackling this really odd flower bed that stretches through the middle of our backyard. So when we bought our house, uh, the previous owners had actually sold it to developers to redo the inside a bit, and the developers completely ignored the outside. So we inherited a roughly 50 or 60 foot long flower bed by 12 foot wide, smack down the middle of our backyard, full of dead rose plants. Now, anybody who's ever gardened and had to buy a nice rose plant knows how much money the previous owners of this house put into a proper rose garden in their yard, and the developers killed all but three. And we managed to nurse two of them through... Until the nearby trees got too tall, and now it's a little bit too shady for some hybrid teas. But yeah, they killed all those roses. I mean, it was, oh, talk about a tragedy. So since we bought our house, we put a few plants in there every year. Some have taken, some don't, and some get eaten by the deer and rabbits, because we have a lot of wildlife. But this year, we're going to put a lot of effort into it, and we're going to put some seating up there to make it more comfortable and really make it a backyard more of an inviting place. And my younger son has helped me pick a bunch of flowers and plants. We're putting in some annuals and perennials and a lot of self-seeding annuals to make my life easier for the next couple years, which would be great. So last year, Jay loved planting. He had so much fun. And even though it does take twice as long with his quote-unquote help, I love encouraging his love of plants and nature and the outdoors and, you know, getting in there, getting into the dirt and getting your hands dirty and having a lot of fun. And he's actually made some really fun choices. Uh, on a whim last year, he asked if we could pick those pretty purple flowers. It was columbines. Um, so we, we picked one up and planted it and they did well. So a couple weeks later, we bought another one. And we've got a few out there and the deer and the rabbits leave him alone. So, you know, he, by sheer dumb luck and his love of purple ended up picking some great flowers for us last year so we let him pick some more this year and you know mommy did the research to make sure that the deer and the rabbits aren't going to eat them the minute we put them in the ground but i am so thrilled that he is going to be helping me even if it's help if you take my meaning (laughs) so we're gonna wrap this up i may end up changing my recording days to wednesdays for the foreseeable future just to make sure that things actually get recorded but uh, we'll see. Anyway, no, no promises as yet. I've got to kind of sort out my own personal schedule and stuff like that. But reminder, the Knit for Food Knit-a-Thong, the link to donate is in the show notes at the Be a Helper Craft Along. The link to that is in the show notes. Please help your fellow man. Please help if you can. And I will talk to you all soon. Keep those legs and those needles moving. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.